Welcome back, 93.5. This is the Cheap Seats, your local sports radio talk show. We are talking, we're talking all about the game today. Last night's game, I, I think I think I've got a theory about sports. You've got to score more points to the other team to get the to get the victory. <laughs> we just did not get it last night. Uh we've got a caller. We've got a live caller, first time caller, long time caller. Uh you're on the line. Who who am I speaking to? Hey, this is uh, high altitude Henry sitting up here in the high altitude seats. Oh, Henry, <laughs> what did what you think of that disaster of a game last oh night? My Actually, gosh. Absolute travesty. You're going to call a foul. We all know that wasn't a foul. And, and what do you think about points? Do you need more points to the other team? Oh my gosh. <laughs> this bit is awful. Uh, yeah. Commit, commit. Say yes. Say yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Henry, <laughs> you idiot! More, t- more points than the other team. We lost Henry. He's gone. <laughs> he's he's out. Uh, all right. Uh, this has been the cheap seats. Thanks so much for tuning in. This is a great time to talk about the game and the players <laughs> and the score and the refs and the points in the arena and the popcorn and the in the cheap seats. We'll t- we'll what catch game, you next week. What game week. is this? <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about because this is bar to death. <laughs> I just knocked over my mic. So I'm, I got to keep that in. Mike is <laughs> Mike has fallen. Were you trying to dab? What were we trying to do? I I, I spasm sometimes. <laughs> um, like Olympus, the mic has fallen. Welcome to Bard to Death, baby bards. Dude, uh, you gotta stop saying baby okay. bards. My bardites, my bardosity. I was thinking about it in the edit. Also, uh, Anna on the last micro story when you said it, yeah, she was like, she didn't, "Whoa, she didn't like it. <laughs> she, that was a hard veto." Yeah, it's it's just, uh, we gotta we gotta I gotta pull you off that one. We brought, <laughs> I, brought I meant to whoop. tell you about it. Our first female participant on the podcast instantly vetoes it. My my baby bards. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Uh I came up with one that oh I was God. that I was pretty proud of that I included on a future micro story without your permission. And okay. it's uh I'm entering into Bardiac arrest. Oh, that's good. That's good, right? And anyway. by good, it's terrible. It's just <laughs> I, I shoot yours down and Lamentable. brag about my own. Cardiac <laughs> <laughs> arrest. Uh, this is not Bardiac arrest. This is not the cheap seats. This is, of course, Bard to Death, a weekly storyteller's podcast. This is our uh, first ever episode 21. Um, and <laughs> last week we did a joint story where we walked through a fantastic moving experience in Houston, Texas. We're going to return to a good old fashioned normal episode where Colin is our bard. Colin has a story that I've never heard before. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably not many people have heard this one before. So that makes me very excited. Colin, um, mm-hmm. are you ready to, uh, take it away? Yes, sir. Migos de Mucho. Okay. Uh, I want to tell a story about my first fight because I was wow. talking about it with somebody recently about just fighting and they have kids and I was basically like, it's totally normal. <laughs> I got into fights all the time, which is not, <laughs> which is not true, but I was just talking about like, you know, where our hometown, Rye and just, I don't know. I, I just, just, so yeah, I want to tell a story about my first fight. So I like it. the setup is ninth grade. This prime is fighting age. Prime. I'm a I'm a late bloomer. Um, <laughs> ninth grade. I think I'd gotten into like scuffles before, but never like this was like my first, and I think actually to this day my only real fist fight. 
Yeah, you had like West Side Story fights before, Dude, where you, you just like too. you just like snapped around and like I, jumped. I, I'm not even kidding, Ryan. You stole one of my lines from later. No, I literally have it written right here. It's like West Side Story without the oh. music. Oh my gosh, Dude, I love it, Bernstein. We All are right. soulmates. So um, that's right, Pony Boy. This is like West Side Story. So <laughs> M- I'm at the McCullough campus. So this is interesting, Ryan. This is the year before I met you is when this happened. Nice. Um, I mean, well, we had met each other's kids, but when you'd come back to Texas, this yeah. is like, because you came back, I guess it was our sophomore year, right? That's correct. That's right. Which was We know that from the Origins episode. That's right. We do. <laughs> Which was our first year at College Park in the first year that College Park High School was open. Yeah. But- before those glorious days, Ryan, this is how we did high school because there were so many kids and they were like in the process of building a new high school wasn't ready is all the ninth graders were shipped to McCola, which used to be a junior high, which in Texas is seventh and eighth grade for those of you listening. Um, and it like they transitioned it. So I went to junior high school at Knox and then was really excited for high school. And it's like, they changed the other junior high to a ninth grade campus. It was like a total uh, bummer for <laughs> like we, we weren't going to high school, but it was kind of nice cause we were shielded from all upperclassmen. Right. Yeah. So it's like pros and cons. Oh, nice little incubation period. <laughs> exactly. So I actually only got three years in a, in a real high school. Um, and even then my se- our second year, there were no seniors. You remember? Because they didn't want to force the Woodlands High School seniors to do one year and then graduate. I do. Your brother Ken was like a senior for two years in a row. <laughs> I remember this. Yeah, because he was a junior and then a he senior. He was a junior. He made it yeah. sound like he just was held back and didn't graduate. <laughs> he, he's still, I think he's still there. <laughs> he's still there, yeah. Sweet Lou. Um, he's playing the lead in The Music Man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, McCullough Campus, the it's during school, on school campus you know, school hours. Um, the class is physical education. Naturally. (laughs) No one gets in a fight in home ec. (laughs) No one. That's exactly right. I said tablespoons. (laughs) You spilled batter all over me. Um, (laughs) we are, and I'll just mention that like, so I played football, um, in junior high and did some off season basketball team was cut naturally going into the season junior high that's Dishonor- actually dishonorably discharged <laughs> that's an amazing i gotta tell that story of just playing off season football and basketball year round because i couldn't get on any team that's a really funny one um but and then i didn't make the golf team so um, you know, part for the course i'm just gonna be yeah that's great i'll just be vulnerable that's a whole other story too the golf trial alert I, I, I gotta tell you the golf tryout story that's so I good need, we should have a sports we uh, should series. we so, really should we haven't told any no we haven't and ultimately i didn't make any of the teams so that's how you end up in <laughs> physical education home with the burnouts with, with the exception i'll say this though because you have to have a pe credit in high school eventually yeah. i joined the band and Drumline and get my PE credit from that. Shout out to Nathan Colbert. <laughs> yeah, which is still like the fact that we got our PE credits and Drumline is just funny. Anyway, so, but the school didn't recognize like the school didn't recognize a number of things. And so, like, a bunch of people had to take PE, uh, notably of which was like the hockey team. So, the, we had an ice hockey team, um, believe it or not, in Houston, Texas. And so did the Woodlands High School. And they like didn't, for whatever reason, they didn't recognize that as a PE credit, which I thought was ridiculous. Um, so it's like a bunch of the hockey guys. It's just a mixed bag at this point of like ninth grade kids. Some, you know, who were 
cut from the football teams. Like, or, you know, I wasn't cut from the football team. I was cut from the basketball team. But got you know, people didn't make the goal. You know, whatever. I ended up actually the second semester joining the track team, and then and you I, made the rounds. I made the rounds, man. I actually did make the track team, and I threw it's shot a put. Sampler. I threw shot put. I found my niche. You hit Kelly in the head. She. <laughs> I threw shot put and discus and I was dead last on the team (laughs) and I never went to a single meet. (laughs) Oh my. But I got the PE credit, right? So this is, this is literally my life. So, um, showed up on day one in a toga, all Greco Roman. (laughs) I was in PE physical education for one semester because I hated it so much. So I was like, I have to find anything to get this credit. So I don't have to do this. So, um, and, and part of that is because of this fight that happened, this story. So PE is like kind of like just the wild west. Like there's a coach who's like kind of a coach, but also doesn't give a rip about anything. And we would do like dodgeball. We would do basketball. We just like play games and like try not to like kill each other. And, and it was like, I, it was like a sketchy vibe. I remember thinking like, there's a lot of kids in here and there's like one adult and he doesn't give a rip he steps out you know 20 minutes at a time marlboro red just (laughs) so um i to this day don't know why this was a fight and what started it and why i was involved in it i to this day don't know um we're playing basketball and i think what happened was I, I'm a big dude, obviously, is I, you know, it's a physical game. <laughs> it's like flashback to me, like throwing a bow and breaking someone's nose. It's like very obvious. I honestly, <laughs> I honestly don't know what happened, but all I remember is we're playing basketball and I get hit in the back of the head with the basketball. Like, mm. as I'm like, you know, we're like, I'm, you know, my team's on offense and then we're coming back to play defense. Yeah. And I just get like smashed in the back of the head with this bass. And there's like, I knew as soon as I was hit that there was no way it was an accident. It was like someone projectiled the basketball at me and hit me. Kids were kids like crackling, like laughing. No, 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 no. It was, it just went from, we're having a fun game to incredibly serious, very fast. And like, as soon as I was hit, I knew like something's going down. And so, and then I just see, so I'm on the ground. Like it hit me hard enough to where I like fell on the ground, like stumbled. And like, I literally, I I tripped over my shoelace. I remember my shoe was untied Hmm. and I went down and I just see Aaron, the kid who threw it, like coming at me like just full on. And he's like, the first thing he says is it's about to go down. We're, we're, <laughs> we're doing this. And I'm, so my, the first response I have, <laughs> this is, is just, uh, this is a true story. The first, there's response, gotta be a motive. There's gotta be an explanation. Well, yeah. And I'm like, I'm so confused and all, all I'm so confused. I have a million questions for Aaron. And the only thing that comes out is my shoes untied. <laughs> Aaron's like Velcro, son. He's he's like, I don't care. We're doing this, and and then I think the second thing I said was, Do we have to? Like, <laughs> I'm a I'm a lover, not a fighter. I'm not sure. To, um, of course, like I'd like scrapped around with my brothers and stuff, and like felt comfortable in you know that situation. But it's very different from like living room wrestling to like a hard gym floor and like, we're going to throw hands. Um, so I'm like, Oh my, I'm like, all right. So I had taken like one, 
class with my mom. Um, that was like, I think it was like looking back, I I felt like it was a boxing class, but looking back, it was definitely like a self-defense class. <laughs> like, like, a like we did it with my mom, you know, and it was like, I think she wanted to learn like self-defense stuff. And sure. I remember actually quick side story. I asked the instructor one day, what, what do you do if someone comes just charging at you? I mean, like you can't stop that. You know, I was like a kid and he's like, well, just come running at me as fast as you can. So I run at this guy as fast as I can in the middle of this class. He simply moves out of the way and sticks his foot out <laughs> and, <laughs> trips you. And, and trips me so bad. I got like carpet burn all up my arm. It was in a church. Like the, you flew the, into a folding <laughs> table full of <laughs> treats. <laughs> Like WWE, foreign Pe- objects. <laughs> <laughs> Peanut brittle everywhere. So funny. Yeah, dude. So Aaron's coming at me and I'm like, my shoe's untied. <laughs> That's the response. Which is, uh, yeah, means nothing. And I'm literally like, all I remember from this class is telephone, microphone. Like the way you hold your hands when, when you're going to fight. Oh, sure. Is you have one, one fist at the ear and one in front of your mouth, telephone, microphone. And I was like, okay, so if he comes at me, if he swings, if he swings right, you dip down to your right and you can cut, you can like defend your head, you know, and you can, you can like move, you can rotate as your stance rotates. And so I'm like, I'm going just immediate defensive. Like I am trying to survive. This is like, I'm a big guy, but like back then I wasn't nearly as tall as I was. And he was a big guy too. So it was like pretty intimidating situation and and I barely have time to get on my feet before he's at me. So it's like a matter of, and my shoe's still untied. (laughs) Good luck getting up. (laughs) I'll have, you know, (laughs) so I've got no traction. I've got no No speed. If I need to just take off, I can't do that. I'm going down again. And right as he's about to reach me, I kid you not. Ryan Frost was his name. As cool as Frost. Emerges, like, out of nowhere. And I marginally knew who Ryan Frost was. He was friends with my brother, um, my older brother. He was my age, but he had, like, older friends. Naturally. And his name was Ryan Frost. Oh, yeah. He was the captain of the ice hockey team. Oh, you just can't write it. It's a Disney character. I, you can't write it. He's, he literally skates around on ice and his name is Ryan Frost and he had frosted tips. I kid you Naturally. not. I kid, so double the frost. <laughs> like, and this guy who, and he had like, his tips were like frosted and, and they had like the kind of faux hawk. Going. Yeah. You don't, just don't mess with a guy named Ryan Frost. Nah, I tried. I tried it in the early 2000s and <laughs> just tried to mimic it. <laughs> I just looked, I looked like someone like put a lawnmower on Kurt Cobain. It, <laughs> it didn't work. So I, I have mad respect for Ryan Frost. I actually do remember at one point I called him Ryan Frostling and he said, oh, don't call me that. And I was like, he's you, like, you I don't it. talk to you. <laughs> I really didn't talk to him that much, but. He just quoted Mighty Ducks. I had cr- Ducks fly I, together. I, I remember cracking a couple jokes like earlier sure. in the year that he really thought was funny. Nice. And I guess, again, like would not have done the same for him. Like we are not on that level of friendship, but someone was coming at me and he got in between them. Not only did he get in between them, Ryan Frost punched him in the head. Whoa. True story. Cinematic. You can't do this anymore. These days are gone. 
like you're going to get a lawsuit. You're going to get even, yeah. Like at the old the, schoolyard fight, these days are gone. The even the hero who's defending you, he's mm-hmm. instantly in juvie. Yeah, loses a scholarship down the road. Yeah, it's bad. His name becomes Ryan Melt. He's just no more frost. He punches Aaron. <laughs> That's good. I could tell that was a delayed fuse. I was like, you wait for it. <laughs> <laughs> MacGruber! <laughs> so he punches this guy in the face. And the first thought I had was like, that was nothing like the movies. Like the sound, <laughs> it, it was so... Thud. Dude, he, yeah, like thudded. And then Aaron went down. And when he hit the floor, ah. it was like a sack of potatoes, man. It was bad. Clunk. So I'm like, oh my God, this is insane. And then Ryan's like amped up. He's like, he said, oh, he's like, here we go. So now he's like amped up. I'm like, this guy's guy punching you. <laughs> what? <laughs> this guy had one What's too, the logic? This guy had one too many monsters like before class. Sure. And he is like, what? here we go. It's going down. So now he's even more amped up than Aaron was. <laughs> and, I, and I say to him, no, no, it's over. It's done. And he's like, no, there's more. I can feel it. I, I kid you not. That's what he said. There's more. I can feel I it. I can feel it. And I said, no, you won. I said, you won. <laughs> At this point, I've only taken one hit. I've it, And it was with a basketball. Not bad. At this point, one of Aaron's. So one of my, like, quote unquote, buddies, I guess, just really an associate in class, yeah. like nothing more. But he had my back. So he's like kind of on my team. Someone else has Aaron's back. And he comes, mm. he comes straight at me, and he hits yeah. me. He, he connects. Whoa. He connects yeah. with my face right under the eye. Oh. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't. I remember thinking like, it wasn't a full on punch. Like he got me, but his fist wasn't like he didn't like ball it up correctly or like it hurt, but it wasn't like yeah what a full on punch should be. But it oh it hit me and it hurt. And Do you remember his name? I don't. I don't remember his name. Anonymous henchman. <laughs> Anonymous henchman. So I like pseudo go down a second time and like kind of catch myself and stumble. And at this point, Frost, I don't remember. I would kill to have footage of this because he yelled something. And it was like an all access pass for the hockey team to come <gasps> over. And I kid like you not. Avengers assemble. It's, yeah, that's exactly, exactly what it was. And I kid you not. I come back up and this basketball game, which went from like, <laughs> th- which went from like eight guys playing, you know, four on four to me and one other person and everyone else kind of moving out. Now, ha- now the court has like at least 20 people come running out to this thing. Yeah. Cause Aaron had friends, Ryan, obviously captain of the hockey team had friends and there was there was some other stuff going on like I Aaron Aaron was kind of just a tool and he had he had said things him and Frost had like had had words before in the class so I knew they like didn't like so I wondered if I was just like the few like he the just, pawn yeah he wasn't actually trying to help me he just needed someone to go down a first. vehicle to <laughs> to kick Aaron's butt it, that's exactly right so at this point it becomes a brawl yeah and this is this is a true story um. Both guys call in backup, and and you stole my line from me at the beginning. But it, I it, can't it believe really this. is. I, I literally have it written right here. I'm gonna. Sh- I want to. Yeah. Sh- and I, I understand it. It makes yeah. sense. I don't know if you can see it, but it's like West Side. Can't, you can't see. Yeah, it. I can. I can see it. Okay, it's like West Side Story, but without the music, man. It it just. <laughs> You're Maria. It. <laughs> 
no, no. I'm, es- I'm Emilio Estevez, just rocking it. <laughs> oh, dude, Matt Dillon was in the film. I'm, of course, I'm talking about the musical. But all that to say, Jets and Sharks are going at it. And it was chaos. I mean, it really went from what might have been like a one-on-one kind of... And the kids, they don't make it better. Everyone circles around. It's exactly... Fight, that's exactly fight, like it is the movie. Yeah. Fight. Yeah. It's like Jerry Springer out of nowhere. And um, it was bad, man. It was, it was chaos. And most of what I remember was like, one, trying to just avoid all casualty of getting hit a third time. Um, <laughs> I did catch a third blow. It was like in the kidney. It wasn't in the face, oh thank God. Gosh. But it was like it was like it's more serious. Back. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> That's worse. Yeah, I'm still dealing with the injury today. It's my cross to bear. Uh, Did you throw a punch? Oh yeah, I threw one. Oh it, nice. Oh everyone, it got to the point to where all it just became all men on the court, Naturally. and everyone was just throwing and taking. Just, I felt like at one point we all just closed our eyes and just kind of went for it, like, <laughs> just mosh pit style. Frost is just punching you. He's punching <laughs> his allies. He's trying to land them. And the final scene is all of is, and then like I remember that like uh, coach, what was that coach's name? He just appeared out of nowhere, like he had stepped out at just the wrong time. Yeah, and it had been, it had gone on. It had been. It what felt like ten minutes at this point. In reality, yeah. it was probably one hundred twenty seconds, one hundred fifty yeah, seconds. Yeah, a couple minutes. But but I do remember how quickly everyone just jumped in to fight. Like sure. I remember thinking, like that was way too fast. Like <laughs> yeah, everyone's one, one, I don't even know what started this. I was one of the two original people, but I don't know what I did. If I like, <laughs> if I accidentally shoulder checked him or stepped went up for on him, yeah, a rebound or what? Yeah, stepped on his toe. I don't know, and. um so all these coaches come in, dude, and, and Mark, uh, I, I don't want to say his last name, but the, our principal comes yeah. in, and they're just, they're just ripping us off of each other, separating everyone out, coaches and teachers and administrators, probably out of nowhere, like 10, oh just lightning gosh. fast. And the, uh, there were so many of us that we couldn't go to the principal's office. They wouldn't we, fit. We just wouldn't fit. So- our principal came to us and we're all sitting on the bleachers. This is mean girls. This, this, is, dead this scene. is mean <laughs> girls. This is exactly right. We're all sitting on the bleachers and we, there's probably 30, 31. Like it got that bad. Like it, it just, I don't know if there was like underlying beef that I wasn't aware of. And I was like, we're just going to play a little four on four basketball. <laughs> I got skins. <laughs> like no, the please. guy who, <laughs> the, guy, the guy who takes off his shirt way too quickly. Yeah, overly eager. We haven't even picked teams yet. Um, we're, we have jerseys. You're wearing them. <laughs> Jerseys don't count. Okay. Sorry. And, um, um they come in, the nurse comes in with like oh, a no. like a cooler of ice packs. Like the ones you like break or whatever. Yeah. Like a not a cooler, but like a box. And it's just passing out ice packs. I've got a like a sh- like a semi shiner under my eye. Um, the guy next to me, who I, I I don't know who he was, his lip was destroyed. He had there was yeah. blood. Just I mean, I think he probably had to have stitches. Um, I got off easy in the grand scheme of this room. One to the head, one to the back of the head with the basketball punch to the face, punch to the kidney. I I got out like clockwork, and 
the principal was so like upset. He did like the whole disappointed thing. I think he was over. Yeah. I think he was just overwhelmed. Like what yeah. just 31 happened? kids. Yeah. It was like a serious amount of kids that he just essentially threw in the towel on us. And we, <laughs> we, we got like a pass. Yeah. Of course I was in, I was told, you know, let's get to the bottom of it. Who started yeah. it? So my name's brought up and I said, <laughs> I honestly don't know what happened. <laughs> You know, I'm like the inmate. Mark's like, like yeah. I, Mark's like, I believe that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the inmate. It's been there 30 years. Yeah, I'm innocent. <laughs> they got me. I'm not guilty. Yeah. I don't know. They why caught you with blood on your hands. <laughs> Someone planted it. Um, that was marinara. It's pasta night. <laughs> that was marin- yeah. Why are we doing an Italian bit? I love it. <laughs> that hey, was, it was that pasta was, night. That was pomodora. <laughs> it's a spicy marinara. Um, you wrote on the wall in blood. I killed him. <laughs> That was a metaphor. It was an art project. You heard of surrealism? He's like an art, an arts geek now. He's actually pretty good. That's so funny. That's so funny. It was a Jackson Pollock imitation. Pollock does not do text. <laughs> he does splatter. You'd know that anyway. if you were cultured. All right. Um, and uh, yeah, so I get called up to the middle. You know, Aaron's up there. You're doing trust falls. <laughs> this has nothing <laughs> is to do with where, anything. It is the scene with Mean Girls. I know we're just copying. It. And he lets everyone else go. Um, I think he called my parents. Sure. Like, and I'd gotten. I mean, obviously, I told the story about Saturday detention, and um, <laughs> you had a record. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a few run-ins, yeah, with the law. Um, I think I, I, I might have gotten like a referral or something, or something mild may have happened, but my, my parents were even like, they didn't really care. It wasn't like uh, they had to come to the school to get me situation. It was like, clearly this kid doesn't really know what happened. Like, cause I really, I mean, I said, dude, I'm, if I did something, I'm so sorry. I have no idea why you attacked me. And, um, at the end of the day, so I go, go to class. I think I had like journalism next or something like high school journalism. And the story is already broken. Yeah. Like everyone's, you know, the, the story that got back to people was that me and Ryan Frost kicked some guy's butt. And I just let <laughs> you, it... Your name fl- got thrown in there. <laughs> I just let it fly. Yeah, I it was happened. like, that is exactly what happened. In fact, I actually came we to his aid. We are best friends. I came to his aid. And, uh, <laughs> and no joke, my brother came up to me, Ken, and said, dude, I heard you got in a fight and you like won. And I told him, like, that is not what happened. Let <laughs> let that fly, Ken. Go ahead and just let that marinate. <laughs> and uh and and I told him and he said I said, Ryan Frost like saved my life. That's what I told my older brother. Of course, like in the wow. secret confidence of my locker, you know, just whispering. And he's yeah. like, Oh my gosh, that's insane. And um Ken, as I had mentioned, like I think Ken knew Ryan Frost and like they were they had like some connected friends or whatever, but they didn't know each other super well. It's not like my brother's friend came to my rescue. That's not like, yeah. what like. all this to say, you know, finish dissipates. I got out easy, you know, had an ice pack on for the rest of the day. Some kids were like, you know, talking about it. I like talked it up a few times, made it sound like it was more than it was. Fast forward to the summer. My family decides my, uh, that we're going to go like on a, our first cruise. You know, they want to try the cruise thing. So we go on this cruise and it's, I forget where it went, like, I don't know, Cozumel or 
Jamaica or whatever, you know, three locations. I don't remember. They only go three places. Yeah. 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 So we're like doing, and first day on the ship, you know, we're no. getting on. Yeah, he's he's the captain. Kidding. He's, he's running the ship. Kidding you. Um, I will never forget this. We're at this point we boarded in Galveston. So we're two hours from home. Yeah. Going overseas, you know, on a five day, whatever cruise. Yeah. And we're looking through the ship and it's like my dad, um, it's Ken, it's Carson. It's, um, my dad's fiance at the time, her kids, like we're just looking through the ship. We're going about it. And there, I tell Ken, let's go. They have hot tubs. Let's go check out the hot tubs and the pool and stuff like on the deck. And they had like a water slide and we go up there and I kid you not the first thing I see, I already feel like I'm in a foreign country, right? Like, cause <laughs> we're going there is Ryan Frost. Nah. And he's oh, I thought sitting... it was going to be the other guy. No, no, no. Oh, thank God. I thought God. it was going to be Aaron. No. Oh. And he's sitting in a hot tub with like just the most women. beautiful women. Of course. And and beautiful men he's in been this on hot the... tub. <laughs> he's been on the ship for 12 minutes. He's Yeah, like we had been on the ship for maybe a couple hours, like saw the room. They're basically coffins. Um you know, checked out the 24 hour pizza buffet, made sure that was in working order. (laughs) I was going to do some close hand magic at the talent show. I'd already decided about that. Signed up for that. And then (laughs) denied. (laughs) No, I did it. I actually did it. And I did it in front of the entire ship and it was on the TVs and my younger brother thought I was a television star. I got to tell that story. (laughs) Um, But yeah, literally Ryan freaking frost in the hot tub. Uh, Another frost joke. Where else would he be? And he's like, Oh my gosh. And he's like, it's my fighting buddy. And he's like, no way. he's so kind. He pulls us in. We hang out with Frost for the entire week. And of his, you do. I'm pretty sure Ken um, made out with his sister a few times, if I'm remembering. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Is that not, is that weird? Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm it's so try- fitting that like Ken did. And like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm like, you were at the, cool, you I'm were just at the, in the nacho back. bar. I'm in the- <laughs> Doing magic on the TV. (laughs) Ken's getting his first girlfriend. Yeah, and you're in the talent show. His first kiss. (laughs) I've got this. The scene is them kissing for the first time. Camera zooms back to me and braces, and I'm just like, (laughs) sweet, nice kiss, Ken. Was your card the Eight of Spades? (laughs) (laughs) Just. It's a different type of rush. Yeah. And then the person I'm doing the trick with just goes, no. (laughs) She's an old lady. I just failed the trick. You remind me of my grandson. Oh my gosh, Ryan. That's hilarious. Sorry. That was weird to mention. Ken made out with his sister. He he was making out with someone. I don't remember. I think pretty sure it was his (laughs) his sister. Well, they had this like nightclub type thing for kids. Yeah, for kids. It's weird. (laughs) It's weird. You know, right? Have you been on a cruise? Um, Yeah, they have nightclubs. Chicken fingers. <laughs> Dude, that's a true story. We hung out with Ryan freaking Frost. Gosh, for... where is Ryan Frost now? I need to know. And, and I'm scared because I'm using his real name. <laughs> this, is, this is the truth. <laughs> you have a big policy against... You wouldn't use the principal's I, I, last name. I, I wouldn't. But you, <laughs> the most Googleable name on this podcast. Dude, I have to use his name because he's just... He's, my, so he's cool. the hero. And He's the Brian Longboard... He's yeah. Yeah, I, I I would love to know what I haven't Gosh. talked with him since then. Literally, how many years? Fifteen years ago. 
We need a Mount Rushmore of like cool people from our podcast stories. We got <laughs> Br- so Brian with the a longboard. Sp- <laughs> a space joke you had. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I'm sorry. That's so funny. We got Brian with the longboard. We got Ryan Frost. We got the ghost lady, obviously. I'll include for my story. A- I'm going to include Andrew as a hero. Oh, Andrew's a hero. A yeah. lot of people ask me about Andrew and if he still skates skateboards. He probably does not, but we got the surfer from yours in the sunset. Oh, the surfer. The name yeah. the nameless we got surfer. The wolf. We got <laughs> the wolf. <laughs> the wolf's up there. <laughs> no, I don't know. We'll we'll do this on our one year Annie. Yeah, yeah. It's too yeah. early. Too early to tell Yeah. Me. We'll up the Annie at the one year Annie. Yeah. Um yeah. Man, that's that's my story. That's the ending. Uh, is literally we walked believe. into this cruise and he was there. I thought you were gonna run into Aaron and he was gonna kick your butt again. Just deck my halls. It's, it's, it's a Christmas you overboard. <laughs> it's time for Santa Slay, S L A Y. Okay. <laughs> Santa Slay. This is Aaron's party. Na 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 na. <laughs> some some forty one fat lip kicks in. Storm it through the party like my name is on the <laughs> I don't want to waste my time. Um, what does it feel like to be in a fight? Of someone who's never. I've been in a half one. It doesn't really count, I think. Mm-hmm. It was more like a mosh pit fight, which is kind of a fake fight. It's kind of, kind of what this was. Oh, oh, like an actual show? Like at a show, yeah. And it, it got a little hostile, but it was a mosh, so I mean, that's kind of the name of the game. What does it feel like to, to be attacked, and in that moment before Ryan Frost shows up? Oh, terrifying. Yeah. And I think the most terrifying about it, of course, it's like you're young, emotions are high, was just everyone's watching you. Social. And I feel like there is this pressure to like respond. Yeah. Like I didn't want it. I wanted to run away from this guy. And uh, I just physically couldn't because of my shoe. Again, my yeah. shoe is untied. I don't know if I mentioned that. <laughs> the sun was in my eyes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my fingers hurt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, truly terrifying. Yeah, the, I, I very lonely, honestly. Mm. Which is why hard. he may remember this as nothing, something entirely different. But for me, Ryan Frost might. But for me, like he's my hero because that was the most one of the most loneliest points in your life is when yeah. you're a, a know that something's coming and you got a guy coming at you and you don't know why and you don't know yeah. what for and you're confused and you're embarrassed and you don't want to look like a loser. And for him to come out of nowhere and just respond in a big way bigger than he you know you know than throwing a basketball to the head i mean he decked this kid in the face um which is sad like of course like all of this could have been so easily avoided um but yeah it was it was pretty terrifying yeah um it's hard to get back to the gravity of the social, like the the social fears that one had in in middle school and high school. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, I really, I don't really get like nervous anymore. I don't really get embarrassed um, that much mm-hmm. anymore. But back then, it's everything is just ground shakingly terrifying from a social perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, you fear failing the quiz, but more than that, like and this is a little anecdote. I remember in PE class in. Eighth grade, I got pantsed. <laughs> oh no, dude! Yeah, that is that boxers is, and all. Oh, you got full on pantsed. I think even the the pantser, the the or the pantsy. <laughs> I'm not sure. You were the pantsy. Uh, the pant the pantser didn't even tend it, and even he was like, 
Oh, my bad. <laughs> I, took, I took Boxer down with David me. Buzznick from Anger Management. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's like serious sexual abuse now. Oh, for yeah, and, and back then it was, but we called CNN it dancing. Article. Yeah, nothing would have happened in 2002, but nowadays CNN would have showed up. Don, <laughs> Don Lemon's interviewing me, um, book, de- book deal. Uh, yeah. But anyway, yeah, it, worse than it just the the so the gra- the social gravity was just to your core it just mm. it cut deep in a way that i don't know like fear of like getting taxed too much nowadays does <laughs> um <laughs> yeah, yeah what's i was that's a great point i was reading this book last week and it, they had said that every young person um and i'm a young adult minister and so i read books about this lines every young every every human being asks themselves three questions who am i where do i belong mm. in the world and what do i do to make what am i supposed to do to make a difference and so it's like an identity question a belonging question and a vocation question yeah. and when you're young the stress and the pressure of those three questions is like compounded and like when you're older now it's like maybe you've answered a couple of those questions you know who you are relatively like but when you're young you have three question marks for those you have no answers to those questions and yeah it's terrifying and they're all tied up together you can't parse them out nowadays yeah. you can kind of like do some triage but mm-hmm. everything's so ensnared and your brain is so mature and everything's connected and yeah uh, in in really terrifying ways it, it is and like it those are awkward years man i had, i was so awkward and like brutal everything everything's all yeah it's brutal it really is brutal and then you throw like a physical altercation into the mix of that yeah pe is like it is the planet earth of adolescence i mean <laughs> it's just leopards and then smaller animals getting skinned alive and Dodgeball is just a synecdoche for for preteen <laughs> existence. It is just a microcosm of the young life. And I um, and I love dodgeball. <laughs> oh, it's an adre- I would do it today in a heartbeat. It's just an adrenaline rush. I don't but. know if I know a greater joy than like jailbreak dodgeball. Oh, when you what make a rush. when you make that basketball shot from half court when you're out and yeah. the entire team gets to come back Shh. in. Everyone, you're, you're just a hero. Your crush, she's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> or like, yeah, um, capture the flag. Like when you make oh, a run yeah. for it. Oh my, you get the flag. Oh gosh. I I know, I, man. It's, a, it's the greatest. I could sleep tonight. I guess the closest comparison I can think of today is like when you buy <laughs> drinks <laughs> for someone. <laughs> this one's on me. When you're, yeah, when you're living with roommates and you the internet's not working and you reset the router, I yeah. guess. It's like the, you unplug it and plug it back in. Everyone's, oh, what do I owe you for pizza? Nah. I got this one. I got this one. Really? Wow. No, no, actually, it's nine fifty. Yeah. Actually, I I already Venmoed you. So <laughs> yeah. I already requested it. Um, anything? What what stays with you as an adult here? I want to ask, what did you learn? But I think maybe a better question is like, what about this it stays with you today at age twenty nine? What, what what can you take away from this? You clearly told this story for a reason. What I think is interesting with these stories is that when we're not doing a series, there's nothing prompts the stories that you and I tell other than that you and I independently think, I'm going to tell this story. So like, what was the positive drive of telling this story? Um, It clearly means something to you still. 
Yeah. So f- full honesty, I actually told this story yesterday in a sermon. Okay. Um, the old, the old double down, <laughs> the old double down. That's right. Um, and it was about loving your enemies was like the text. And mm, I, I, I told it in the context of like where I come from, um, meaning Texas, that's, we were taught that like be loving, you know, be kind, but we were also, I was kind of taught and raised in this culture of like, don't let people push you around. Yeah. And I told the story in that context of like, like the flag, the the Texas flag that I had hanging in my room wasn't the Lone Star one. It was the Texas revolution flag where we took Mexico's cannon and, and wrote, you know, come and take it on it. And that's like very much, I'm not just like trying to blame Texas or caricature Texas at all, but like, I think that's in the water for a lot of people and for really a lot of the South and that I think some of that can be um, interesting and helpful at times, but it also f- can feel misguided. And I think for me in that moment, it was like, I, it was, it was I don't know. I just really struggled with that Aaron kid. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I, I guess I told it in the context of like, that's like Im- embedded, I think into a lot of our culture is to like respond when someone pushes you, you push back. And, um, I actually used a, a Malcolm X quote in the sermon, which we, it was kind of funny. Like we all laughed about it. And I said, where, where, and kind of how I re- was raised can essentially be summed up by this, by this quote. And it's the one he has that says, be peaceful, be courteous, obey all laws, be respectful. But if someone lays their hand on you, send him to the cemetery. Oh, the old Malcolm X Machina. Wow. That's right, yeah. That was a dope quote. I, uh, well, that was a fantastic story. I, I was not bored to death. Uh, <laughs> great story. I did not see the little cruise ship chaser coming know, at the end right? of that. That was I a know. lovely That's little true, man. Uh, supplement. Um, I want to we'll hear call, some, I want to hear some fight stories out of people. I hope, I, I hope y'all send them to us. I was going to say, uh, it, it, Everyone has a ghost story. We got some great ones there. Yeah. Need fight stories. Mm-hmm. Um, I never got in a true fight, but I, I I think I'm the exception there. So please, listeners, uh, let us hear your fight stories. Mm-hmm. Um, email email wanna, us, connect at bardedeath.com. Yeah, and if you, but if you think it's a story best told in person or, or on the phone or something, um, we can work it out too. Uh, we want to hear from you and, and hear your stories. Call any final words. No, man. Before I send you to the cemetery? <laughs> Do it, man. Do it. <laughs> um, awesome. That was a fantastic story. Uh, thank you so much, um, Bard, Bardiac Arrest. <laughs> Actually, if you have a good idea for what we can call... Send our, us, send our us some, bard, some Bard puns. We clearly can't be trusted with this very simple task. Um, <laughs> and if you don't give us something, then I'm going to keep calling you Baby Bards, and everyone loses. So... Anna here's looking at you. <laughs> uh, all right, thanks so much for tuning in, guys. We'll uh, we'll catch you Thursday, and we'll catch you next week. Nine p.m. We'll be back next Monday with a fresh story that you won't want to miss. So don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or our website, bardtodeath.com. And if you're really vibing us, consider writing us a review in the iTunes store. 
Have a story of your own that you'd like to share with Ryan and I? Email it to us at connect at barredtodeath.com. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Our outro music is graciously provided by Ryan's band, We Are Tall Boys. You can find them on Spotify, iTunes, and Bandcamp. Until next time, we hope our story in some way helps you find the humor, beauty, and truth in your own story. I'm Colin Apshabear, and this has been Barred to Death. There's me and there's nature. What's it for, legislator, when my thoughts are so obscene? There's peace in your headlights, the mother's got seven daughters and sons, each one is a struggle.